Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're exploring the book of 1 John and learning how to walk in light, walk in love. Now let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Uh, thanks for joining us, whether you're listening or watching. We sure do appreciate it. Uh, by the way, those of you that are watching, uh, don't get used to this format. This, I think this is better uh, than our first round of five or six episodes when uh, when John and I were kind of sit, sitting shoulder to shoulder and it was kind of awkward. Uh, uh, this is a better setup, but we're building a studio where it's going to be a lot more, uh, it, it'll, there'll be a better feel to it. So uh, thank you for, for hanging with us on some of this. We'll get some better camera angles. But uh, the most important thing, obviously, about the podcast is just the content. And the most important thing about the content is the Word of God itself. So we're trying to provide commentary. We're trying to help you understand a verse or two here or there. At the end of the day, it's God's Word that makes the difference in our life. It's one of the reasons why here at Everyday Truth, we just believe. We believe that as we're in the Bible every day, as we're reading it the way God gave it to us, which is chapter by chapter and verse by verse, God does a work of grace. The, the Spirit of God uses the Word of God to make children of God, like me and you, more like the Son of God, the Lord Jesus. And so that process of sanctification, we want to be, we want to be a tool whom God can use in that here at Everyday Truth. We are in uh, chapter number two of 1 John, and we're, we, we introduced verse eight last episode, and I want to pick it up there, uh, where the Bible says, Again, a new commandment I write unto you. That's not that God has changed his mind. God has always expected us to love him and, and to love others. That's not a New Testament command. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. That was the Shema. Mm -hmm. That's what every uh, Jewish person, that was the first verse they learned. So it's not that God is a different God in the New Testament, but it is the fact that God has revealed himself in a special and demonstrable way in the New Testament in the person of Jesus, the Lagos, the express image of God, God the Son. And so when Jesus said in John 13, in that upper room, to John mm -hmm. and to the other disciples, yeah. hey guys, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. Yes. So there is the difference in the Old Testament, they understood the the they understood the expectation, but they never got to see the way Jesus loves. Yeah, yeah. And so when Jesus said, "I want you to love as I have loved," ooh, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. Now it's been demonstrated to them, and you know it's interesting that this verse follows verse six, where John has just said, "Walk." as he walked. Yeah. And now it's kind of like this yeah. is this is the new commandment. You've seen how he walked. You've witnessed it. You understand it. You know it. Now do it. And it really underscores our theme for the mm -hmm. book. How did he walk? He walked in love. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How did he walk? We learned this already. He walked in light. Right. So if we walk in the light as he is in the mm -hmm. light, we have fellowship. Yes. So how did he walk? He walked in love. So light and love are not mutually exclusive. 
know, they are, you can't have one without the other. To walk in the light of God's commandments of his righteousness is to walk in love. And to walk in love, if we're really walking in love, is to walk mm-hmm. in light. So it's not, he's full of grace and truth. Yeah. Yeah. Not grace or truth. Right. You know, sometimes we want to go down the legalism route. No, it's all about the truth, you know, uh, or the, the love route. No, no, it's all about right. grace. Yeah. No, they both complement each other. Yes. Speaking the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and light and, and love are exactly the same same way as grace and truth. They, go, they always go together. They're not mutually exclusive. Uh, you're, you're walking in the light and walking in love together. And as you walk in love, you're walking in the light. As you walk in the light, you're walking in love. Um, they, they're always partners, if yeah. you will. Yeah. yeah, each is the other's guard. Yeah. yeah. Look, look at verse uh, number eight. So again, uh, a new commandment uh, I write unto you, which thing is true in him. So obviously the commandment was best demonstrated mm. in him and in you because the darkness is past. And the verb tense there is it's, it's passing. And... The true light now shineth. So we have the capacity by which to walk in love because Christ is the epiphany of our lives. He has brought life and light and immortality to light through the gospel. Uh, Because we can see Christ and because we have the aid of the Spirit of God to show us Christ, we are much better equipped to walk in of the love that God expects for us to walk in. I think that's really the key, is understanding that we now have this model to follow. Um, and and for for the believers in this, this time of writing, this first century time of writing, this was uh, fresh. It was something that they, uh, that, that was fresh on their minds, that they had witnessed, that they had seen, that they had heard about, that they had fellowshiped with others who had been there and seen, seen him. And so this is a, a, a poignant model for them to be able to follow, as it is for us to be able to look back at the Gospels and to read the accounts of Jesus and what he did and the way that he walked and the lifestyle that, that he led. Um, really, it's poignant for us to be able to say, that is my goal. That is what I need to be. And, and it's not inconsistent with what Jesus taught his disciples. So John, John's message is the same message that Jesus had given. And what was his message? Follow me. Mm. Follow me. If any man, follow me. Yeah. Follow me and I will make you. Follow me. And then what is the message of the Apostle Paul? Hey, follow me as I follow Christ. Right, right. So it's not, and that's what John is saying here. Okay, so follow Christ. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? By walking in light and walking in love. Yeah. You know, and looking to him as our example. Look at verse number nine. He that saith. Well, where have we seen that before? <laughs> he that saith, he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness even until now. Now we're seeing the confluence of these two terms. Yeah. So we talked about light for a while. Right. We talked about love for a while. Now we're seeing how they... They go together. Yep. So if we say that we're in the light, but we hate our brother, we don't love him, yep. then we are in darkness. Yeah. Yeah. So 
again, walking in light is walking in love. Yeah, this is exactly what we were talking about a minute ago, about the, the two not being mutually exclusive. And this is really, uh, again, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, here's a good test for us to employ in our own life. Do we truly love our brothers? Do we truly love our brothers and sisters in Christ? And are we demonstrating that by walking in the light and by loving them um, demonstrably each and every day? Verse number nine, so he that saith, we just read this, he is in the light and hateth his brother, is in darkness even until now. But the converse, verse 10, he that loveth his brother abideth in the light. So what is true on the negative side of the spectrum is now true on the positive side. But if I love my brother, the Bible says, then I'm abiding in the light. And there is none occasion of stumbling in him. So what is a great way by which to live a sure-footed, because that's the the metaphor, the stumbling metaphor. What's a great way to live a sure-footed Christian life? Where I could know day by day, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing what God wants me to do today. I am living the life that God wants me to live today. Yeah, I'm going to work, I'm serving my family, uh, I'm going about my daily activities. How can I know that I'm in the will of God? I mean, there's not a will of God checklist that I <laughs> fill, fill out every night. How do I know that? Well, the Bible tells us. The Bible says that as we're obeying the still small voice of God's Spirit in my life, You know, as I'm reading God's word and I'm paying attention to the conviction of God's spirit in my life, and as I'm living a life, selfless life, for others, because the way by which I love God most effectively is by serving other people most humbly. So as I serve God, I'm loving people. The Bible says when we're doing that, man, we're walking a sure-footed Christian life. We're not stumbling. Yeah, I think the words you used there was a great one, selflessly living my life selflessly, because ultimately, if I'm serving God, if I'm walking in the light, then I am being selfless about that because I am, I'm serving Him. I'm not seeking after my own selfish ambitions and desires and lusts. If I am serving my brothers and sisters in Christ, then I'm living selflessly in that because I'm looking out for the needs of others before I'm looking out even for my own needs. And I'm seeing when, when someone, someone needs help. And I think it's also important to point out at the end of this verse, he says there is none occasion of stumbling in him. That doesn't mean that he's perfect. That doesn't mean that there is never a time in that person's life that loves his brother that he never sins or never even has a, a thought against someone that is, might be damaging or, or, uh, or hateful. But it does mean that, uh, again, this is the pattern of his life. That as a, as a general rule, this person loves other people, puts others before himself, and he walks in the light. And because of that, when those two things are true, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, when those two things are true, then he's, he's going, all the other things are going to fall in place. He's going to live a life that's pleasing to God. He's going to live a life that is, um, that is devoid of sin. And the opposite is, is likewise yes. true. Yes. And, and the opposite is stated in verse 11. So let, let, let's just finish the thought today because that, that the thought is finished here in verse number 11. But he that hateth his brother. So in verse 10, if, if we love our brother, the Bible says that's consistent with what God is showing us to do. That's abiding in the light. And we can know that we're walking a sure-footed Christian life as we're living for God and others. Look at verse number 11, though. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness 
and walketh in darkness, knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. So when, when I hate my brother, you can be sure that you're not doing what God wants you to do. You're not following the word of God. In essence, the Bible says you're walking in darkness. And boy, I'll tell you, Josh, I'll, t- I'll tell you this by personal experience. When you walk in darkness, bad things happen, yeah. okay? Like every now and then, in order to be a blessing to my dear wife, I, now, she'll tell you most, most often I don't do this, and she's right, <laughs> but, but every now and then, to be a blessing to my dear wife, uh, when I get up in the middle of the night to whatever, um, <laughs> I will leave the lights off because I don't want to awaken her. But I'm going to tell you something. When you walk in the dark, your toe inevitably hits something it shouldn't hit. Like, why is that there? Why did somebody leave that? Oh, yeah, I left that right, on the floor. Right. And I'm telling you, bad things happen. Yeah. And, and what's true physically is true spiritually. Mm, yeah. When the light of God's word, the, the light of living for and loving others doesn't shine in our lives, well, we're just, it, it's bad for others and it's bad for us. You know, I think you see that if you if if you will think back over your life and think about the times in your life that you were living your life for yourself. You you did not care about other people, you really didn't care about serving God. I think what we'll find is that we found those spiritual Legos in the dark. Mm, you know, we found that's those, the way to we, say it. We found those things in the dark that really just wrecked our our life mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because we were living our life for ourselves, mm-hmm. And we're walking around in darkness, and the light of God's Word and the, 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 the love that God showed us and encouraged us to show to other people is not being shown, and so therefore we mess things up big mm-hmm. time. Yeah, when we live for ourselves... And when we live in competitive jealousies toward other people, and then we wonder why, I don't feel like God's directing my life. I really don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Hey, listen, of course not. You're living in darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, but as, we, as our hearts are bent toward God, as our desire is to follow his word, the pathway becomes clearer. You know, when you're not living for self, you're living for others, when you're following what God wants you to do, not what you want you to do, life becomes simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but there's a simplicity to the Christian life that comes when we walk in light and we walk in love. So I hope that helps today. I know it helped me. Looking forward to jumping into verse number 12 next episode. Until then, have a great day in the Lord, and we'll see you next time. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen. If Everyday Truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.